25 minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
לך להתייאש, רק תמשיך לבקש, תשמור, תשמור את התקווה. תן חיוך בן אדם, יש ניסים כל הזמן, לא לבכות הכל לטובה. אסור לך להתייאש, רק תמשיך לבקש, תשמור, תשמור את התקווה. אני... Shweki, Mamin Benissim, here on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, I felt like getting on the air early this morning. Getting this whole thing started and uh, saying hi to everybody. Hello, hello, how you doing, everybody? You'd be fascinated by some of the conversations that go on behind the scenes during the first hour of this uh, radio broadcast. Uh, we are Miracles, the name of the album. It's Mamin, done by Yaakov Shweki. Avremo Hadidchani and Kapara, off Bring the House Down. Schar Mitzvah, done by Mordechai Shapiro. Regesh. Of course, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Um, a lot of comments already on the app, a lot of comments. Uh, Malki on the Lower East Side says, Bonus was a great addition to our morning. Yeah, I agree with that. JM Bonus is amazing. Uh, good morning from San Antonio, Texas. 58 degrees and cloudy at Yitzchak in San Antonio. Someone mentions on the app that an 11-year-old boy has just been diagnosed with a serious infection, please keep in mind Eliyahu ben Saraita. Eliyahu ben Saraita for a Fushlema. Um Listener Aryeh says, uh, good morning, Nahum. I love bonus JM. It's 72 in Miami and 30 in Teaneck. That makes sense. What do we have here? Here we have... Uh, excuse me for a moment. Had to sneeze there for a second. Uh, here we have 37 degrees in New York City with 65% humidity. Winds are west at 5 miles an hour. Mostly cloudy today with a high temperature of 43. Then tonight, showers early, a low 35. Tomorrow, sunshine, a high temperature, 40 degrees. Usually, I am at 50. We're at 37 here in New York City as we say good morning at the JM in the AM. Looking forward to Livingston, New Jersey. 
saw the uh, blurb they put together about my appearance there this coming Shabbos. Uh, 30-plus years in Jewish radio is my topic Friday night. You will hear some of his best on-air experiences and classic interviews. Oh, boy. I better start thinking about some of my best on-air experiences. Uh, then there'll be a communal Shabbat dinner on Friday night. Looking forward to that. And um, and then looking forward to uh, Shabbos Day as well. So Congregation 8 Chaim in uh, Livingston. I am uh, anxiously looking forward to our get-together this coming Shabbos. And I thank you so much for inviting me. And uh, again, very much looking forward. 24 minutes after 6 a.m. It's J.M. in the A.M. on this Tuesday morning. Willie Hochman is going to join us later from the Joel Paul Group. We'll talk about employment in the Jewish world a little later on in this broadcast. Steve Savitsky is going to join us. Got a big event Friday night, which we will talk about. And plenty more on a Tuesday if you keep it right here at J.M. in the A.M.
J.M. and the A.M. with Ari Boyanju. Song he calls Mauzi. Eitan Freilach before that with Mari Varovim. You heard uh, Jakob Shweki in there with Ma'aminim. Or Ma'amin, rather. J.M. and the A.M. Ari Boyanju on a Tuesday morning. There we go. Um, 37 degrees, mostly cloudy, a high 43. Showers early tonight, low 35. Right now we've got 37 degrees here in New York City. And a very good morning to everybody who's tuned in. Uh, tell all your friends, all your relatives, all your colleagues, all your business associates, everyone you come in contact with on a daily basis, that their day would be enhanced if they'd listen into Jam in the AM. And they could use the listen line. They could use the NSN app for Android and iPhone. They could use a web radio. Uh, they could use the archive section of uh, NahumSiegel.com. All of those methods are amazingly effective when it comes to finding good quality and fantastic Jewish programming. And that's what it's all about. So spread the word, and I thank you for doing so. And uh, you'll see on Facebook, I just posted uh, recently, over the last half hour or so, all of the uh, information that someone needs. In order to tune in, if you share that and spread the word, that would be extremely helpful, and we thank you. Yeah. We thank you very much, in fact. I uh, want to remind everybody that we are heading uh, to Israel on the uh, 22nd of May. That is the day that the uh, the mission begins from our friends at the uh, World Mizrahi. Uh, it's to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem. And it's going to be an amazing journey. It really is. Uh, save the date, everybody. 22nd of May we leave. The mega mission of a lifetime includes Yom Yerushalayim number 50. And Mizrahi wants you and everybody in this audience to be along with us for this incredible journey. Mizrahi.org slash YY50. Mizrahi.org slash YY50 gives you all the information, everything you need to know. And I hope you'll come along and join what's going to be one of the best celebrations in modern Jewish history. Mizrahi.org slash YY50. Get the info. Come along and be part of an incredible experience. JM in the AM. More coming up on this Tuesday broadcast, including this from Ohad. Shalom, 
Yeah. Uh-huh. 
JM in the AM, Tuesday on this December 13th, the 13th of Kislev. Good morning, everybody. Happy birthday, Onina Siegel. Uh, let's see, what did we do for you just now? What did we have for you? Yido with Leva Chad. You heard Look Inside, done by Ellie Marcus. Shalshelis Jr. had Hema Madua, done by Ohad. To open up that set, uh, that reminded me of the incredible performance by Ohad last year at this time. During our visit to uh, Paris, the uh, absolutely remarkable job that Ohad did at that uh, Jewish Unity Initiative concert, La Victoire, just incredible on that Hanukkah night, just incredible. Uh, listener Sandy says it's 31 degrees in Muncie and bonus time is great. Thank you. For those of you not aware of the fact, very often we are on the air before 6 a.m. presenting programming, uh, great music, etc., on this uh, Nahum Siegel Network, uh, even before 6 o'clock Eastern Time. Check it out. We call it Bonus JM, and it is well worth the uh, radio visit. Trust me. Oh, well worth it, that's for sure. Amazing um, programs on our stream all day long on the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up at 9 o'clock this morning, during JM Rewind, we will revisit our conversation last week with Benny Friedman, who is in to debut the brand-new album, and we had a blast with him. We really had a great time with him in studio last week. If you missed any of it, or if you didn't miss it, uh, you're going to want to make sure to tune in. Benny Friedman, JM Rewind, 9 o'clock this morning, right after JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard a listener's sponsored digital radio, heard exclusively around the world at NahumSiegel.com, the NSN network, and, of course, the NSN app. And I thank you so much for listening in. And for uh, encouraging your friends and relatives to do the same. Galit Sal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Hello to Livingston, New Jersey, where I'm looking forward to um, an appearance at the Congregation Eight Chaim in Livingston this coming Shabbos under the leadership of Rabbi Klibanoff. Looking forward to being there and taking part in the uh, beautiful goings-on in Livingston, New Jersey. Check out our full lineup. Head to uh, com uh, all through the day and enjoy wonderful programming, even when uh, when you wouldn't expect it. Phenomenal programming all day long. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. פלסטינית דהרה עם רכבה לעבר הכוחות במחסום קלנדיה סמוך לירושלים. היא נורתה ונוטרלה ומצבה עדיין לא ידוע. בשעה זו היא נבדקת על ידי חבלן, החשד הוא לניסיון פיגוע דריסה, אך הפרטים נבדקים, אין נפגעים ישראלים. חבר הכנסת אורן חזן יועמד לדין בכפוף לשימוע בגין תקיפת עובד ציבור. כתבתנו קור אליה קובי. היועץ המשפטי לממשלה מנדלבליט הודיע לחבר הכנסת חזן כי הוא שוקל להגיש נגדו כתב אישום בגין התקיפה שאירעה לפני כשנתיים. חזן חשוד כי נכנס למשרדי עיריית אריאל בעקבות עיקול שהוטל על חשבון הבנק של אמו, תקף את מנכ"ל העירייה וקילל את ראש העיר. כמו כן החליט מנדלבליט לסגור את הבדיקה נגד חזן בגין הטרדות מיניות ולא לפתוח בחקירה. חזן אישר את הדברים, טען שהמקרה היה מקרה זניח וקיבע שהיועץ המשפטי לממשלה ישמע את טיעוניו. 
המוזיקאית אהובה עוזרי הלכה הבוקר לעולמה והיא בת 68. כתבתנו יובל אונגר. לאחר מאבק ממושך במחלת הסרטן, המוזיקאית אהובה עוזרי, שהייתה מעמודי התווך של הזמר המזרחי בישראל, הלכה לעולמה. נשיא המדינה ראובן ריבלין ספד לה ואמר שגם אחרי לכתה, צלצולי פעמוניה ילוו אותנו. ואילו השרה רגב הודתה לה על כך שהצליחה לפרק ביצירותיה את החומות שהדירו את המוזיקה המזרחית במשך שנים. הלוויה תתקיים הערב בשעה שש בקריית שאול. שותפיה ליצירה יהודה קיסר ובועז שרעבי נפרדו ממנה בתוכניות גל"צ. אומרים מוזיקה מזרחית, גם תיכונית, עברית, זה לא משנה. היא הייתה אופטימית, אנחנו צריכים ללמוד ממנה להיות יותר אופטימיים. ולקוות, ולקוות, ולקוות. היא באמת הייתה הראשונה שבראשונות. ועם הזמן באה למחלה הזאת. היא בכל זאת המשיכה, הייתה באה לנגן, והייתה גדולה מהחיים. נשיא ארצות הברית הנבחר, דונלד טראמפ, הכריז רשמית, רק טילרסון הוא שר החוץ הבא. כתבנו נתנאל דרשן. טילרסון מכהן כמנכ"ל ענקית האנרגיה אקסון מוביל, והוא חסר כל ניסיון דיפלומטי או פוליטי. איש העסקים נחשב מקורב להנהגה ברוסיה, שם קיים פעילות עסקית ענפה, ואף זכה לקבל מנשיא רוסיה פוטין את איתור מסדר המופת הרוסי. בהודעה הרשמית על המינוי כתב טראמפ, ניסיונו של טילרסון מעבר לים, והבנתו הגיאופוליטית העמוקה. הופכים אותו למינוי מצוין לתפקיד שר החוץ. פרסום ראשון, העברת הבעלות על מאגרי הגז כריש ותנין אושרה סופית. כתבנו ניתאי ענבי דיבך ששר האנרגיה יובל שטייניץ העניק הבוקר את אישור הבעלות למנכ"ל החברה היוונית. הבוקר התחיל המהלך של פירוק מונופול הגז הטבעי, כאשר הענקתי לחברת אנרג'ן את האישור הסופי לרכישה והחזקה במאגר הגז כריש תנין. גז יתחיל להגיע למדינת ישראל כבר במהלך 2020, אולי אפילו לקראת סוף 2019. מחאת החצאיות בכנסת עולה שלב אחרי שנמנעה כניסת מספר נשים למשכן בשל לבושן, החליטו היועצים והיועצות הפרלמנטריים לפתוח מחר במחאה. מדווח כתבנו מיכאל האוזר טוב. מחר מתכוונות היועצות הפרלמנטריות להגיע ליום העבודה במשכן הכנסת כשהן לובשות חצאיות ושמלות. אולם היועצות לא לבד, גם קבוצה גדולה של יועצים פרלמנטריים מתכוונים למחות בדרכם ולהגיע עם מכנסיים קצרים כאות הזדהות עם עמיתיהן הנשים. המחאה באה על רקע עיכוב בכניסתה למשכן הכנסת של שקד חסון, היועצת הפרלמנטרית של חברת הכנסת מיכאלי, בשל אורך החצאית שלבשה. ומיד אחרי המהדורה, תוכנית מיוחדת ומורחבת של יהיה בסדר בגל"צ, שעתיים על תחבורה ציבורית עם בכירי משרד התחבורה, שיתארחו באולפן וישיבו לשאלות ולתלונות שלכם. מוזמנים להצטרף, יהיה בסדר. תחזית מזג האוויר, הטמפרטורות תרדנה, גשם מלווה בסופות רעמים, ירד בכל רחבי הארץ, קיים חשש מהצפות באזור החוף. אלה החדשות שעורכת רון לביוט.
history I've been through. Ask me where I'm from, and I will tell you I'm a Jew, and every Jew's a proud Jew. Not just me, my sisters and my brothers never be ashamed to be a proud Jew. It's not what you've done, it's how he made you to sing the song and spread the pride around you. Yehudiani, eternally, they are Thank you. 
בלב יש מגמה להתקרב, להכיר בורא עולם אליכי וקיים. מה ייאוש אותך שובר כל כך קשה להתגבר, אל תשכח השם איתך והוא תמיד עוזר. Thanks, everybody who's commenting on the app. A lot of interesting comments, to say the least. If you're on the app right now, check out some of the comments we're getting. I think you'll find them fascinating. Um, great lineup of uh, of selections for you on this Tuesday morning. Micha Gammerman's Rock Simcha. You heard Yehuda Green in there with Ashivenu. Ashivenu done by Omak Hadover, and Benny Friedman opened it up with Ivri Anochi. Big, big song. Benny Friedman, the debut of his brand new album, the visit that he had to JM the AM last week. It'll be replayed for you during JM Rewind coming up at 9 o'clock this morning right after JM and the AM right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Well, a special shout-out going out to Mike Feller and the entire family and staff at Crown Trophy because it's time for our Yeshiva League Sports Update. That's right, time for our Yeshiva League Sports Update. And the Crown Trophy 
gets the kudos from us every single week when it comes to court report with Elliot Weiselberg and when it comes to the JM and the AM Yeshiva League sports update because the trophy that will be carried around the court and will be carried around the ice, well, not the ice, you know what I mean, the hockey floor, um, in the early part of 2017, when the champions are crowned, will be a trophy from Crown Trophy. So to Mike Feller and everybody, we say kudos to you, and thanks for uh, tuning in to JM and the AM and telling everybody you know to tune in to JM and the AM. Meanwhile, Elliot Weiselberg is set for a Tuesday Yeshiva League sports update right here at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. Straight ahead on your Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update, Flatbush gets back on the winning track in varsity basketball. SAR jumps into the driver's seat in varsity hockey, and the top two teams in the JV Hockey East clash with an all-too-familiar result. All that and more coming right up. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. It's been more downs than ups for the varsity basketball Flatbush Falcons in the first half of the 2016-2017 campaign. 1-3 to begin the year, a 13-point loss in Hank, and an overtime to forget against Brooklyn foe YDE, and Flatbush, viewed in the preseason as a championship contender, found itself at the bottom of the standings table with much work to do. It seems so much the opposite for the Hafter Hawks. Not considered to be a favorite following the departure of big men Amy Perlow and Max Rosner due to graduation, Hafter finds itself in better position than they could have imagined, staying a perfect 5-0 and through a third of the season. The matchup between the two last night had the power to reshape all expectations for the rest of the year. Early on, though, it looked like it would as Hafter jumped out to an early lead that would reach as high as nine points in the first half, but Flatbush would chip away and would go into the half down only four. The second half of play was tight throughout, but ultimately, with their season potentially staring into the abyss, it would be the Falcons emerging triumphant, defeating the Hawks 40-35 to to improve to 2-3 and three and back into the hunt in a tight Eastern Conference. In other action, Derek Hattora mowed down Hank 76-58, Adam Mutovich led YDH with 29 points, and Isaac Beta posted his second game of 40 points or more, scoring 44 for Hillel, but coming out on the losing end of a 78-69 contest with undefeated Heschel. In varsity hockey, the SAR Sting have taken control of the Western Conference and the new number one ranking, with a 2-1 victory over Frisch last week. Goals by Solomon Freilish and Gordy Kolb spurred SAR to victory, leaving them as the only team without a blemish on their record in the division. There will be no rest for the Sting, who also defeated TABC this past Sunday, as they will next face the only other team in the West remaining without a regulation loss, the JEC Thunder, whose only slip-up was a 4-3 overtime loss to Ramaz last week. In other action, Hafter posts three wins on the week, taking down Hank, Flatbush, and North Shore, scoring six goals in each contest. In JV hockey, a rematch of last year's semifinal battle took place last night in DRS between the Wildcats and the Hank Hurricanes. In their last matchup, the Hurricanes were overmatched by DRS's prolific offense, being picked apart for seven goals after two regular season meetups of one-goal affairs. Last night would merely be a continuation. Hank could never quite get the offense going on their heels all night with DRS scoring two goals in the first period, including one in the closing seconds with the Wildcats. Wildcats on a four-on-two power play. The momentum clearly in DRS's favor the rest of the night. Another goal would seal the deal for the 3-0 Wildcat win. 
DRS, now at 5-0-1, can take command of the East against a winless YDE team before heading into their winter break. Hank will have very little time to regroup, facing Hafter and Flatbush over the next week in a stretch that could make or break any notions of a home game should they make the postseason. For more Yeshiva League action, tune into tonight's Encore presentation of The Court Report at 7 p.m. on the Nachum Siegel Network. On tonight's episode, the fallout from that SAR Frisch hockey game, as well as a possible proverbial passing of the torch this coming week in varsity basketball. All that and more tonight at 7 p.m. only on the Nachum Siegel Network, NachumSiegel.com. And that was your Tuesday morning jam in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so- 
JM in the AM, it's Barry Weber, big song. It's the title track to his One Heart, Haguda Achat uh, CD here at uh, JM in the AM. Thanks to uh, Elliot Weiselberg. Thanks, everybody, at Crown Trophy. Another great edition of the Yeshiva League Sports Update. I'm learning a lot about what's going on in the Yeshiva League every single week, my God. <laughs> and there's a lot going on, I'll tell you that much. A lot of things that uh, you don't expect. Um, Rabbi Goldwasser, I think this actually uh, might be a uh, might be a rerun of a recent um, uh, Rabbi Goldwasser morning chizuk presentation. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words: "Zechenishmas Harav Zevin of Yosef Alevi and Zechenishmas Esther Basar Yosef Alevi." Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. The narrative concerning Barzillai Hagiladi, found in Shmuel Beis, Barzillai. A wealthy man in a very loyal ally of David Amelech supports the king during the time of Avshalom's rebellion. When David Amelech finally returns to Yushalayim, he wants to reclaim his throne. He offers to reward Barzillai for his faithfulness. Barzillai, who is now 80 years old, protests. He says, How many are the days that remain in my life? Does your servant taste what I eat or what I drink? Indeed. Chazal acknowledged the infirmities of age in detailing the Torah's mandate to honor one's parents. Older age can be a time of physical and mental pain, fear, and sadness. Very aged parents can sometimes withdraw from painful reality to pleasant memories of the past. Others can become irritated by their limitations and they're not often aware of their withdrawal from activities that they used to enjoy. One's care and attention for their parents may never be diminished. The chashivas of the neshama within each person remains constant throughout our entire lives. The Sefer Orchos Chaim by Rav Shach discusses how to deal with various nisyonas, challenges in life. There it talks about the Yemei Zikna, old age, as one of the most difficult kufos, stages in one's life. When a person is young, he's full of hope, he has vigor, he's got the strength to do anything. He feels the energy coursing through his remach ivarim and shesogidim. However, as a person ages, he becomes a little weaker, less energetic, more dependent on the help of others. He is sometimes beset by a feeling of uselessness, which can chas v'shalom break down his will. Rabbi Avram Mordechai, the Imre Emes, had lived through the Holocaust, and during his last years, he was very ill. His experience had broken his body. He had great sar, pain, that left him stooped and hunched, with his head completely bowed. Any movement or the slightest turn of his head would give him great yesurim, great pain. When people would come to speak to the Imreyemis, they would bend forward and lower their head to minimize the Rebbe's need to move his head. His son, Rebbe Yisrael, would often come to see his father at different times during the day. He wanted to be sure that his father wouldn't have to lift his head even slightly to see who was entering the room, and therefore Rebbe Yisrael would move very silently. He would then quickly lower himself to the ground and lie down on his back on the floor, with his face looking upwards towards the Imreyemes. The future Gera Rebbe would in this way talk to his father. 
Such was the level of the Beis Yisrael's covered, the honor and the respect for elders, a paradigm for us to model. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
in the AM, the one and only Avramel. It's Avram Freed, of course. Thanks for tuning in and being part of this amazing broadcast, everybody. JM in the AM for a, uh, what's today? Tuesday, December the 13th, 13th of Kislev. Good morning, all. 37 degrees, mostly cloudy, a high 43. Looking forward to being in Livingston, New Jersey this coming Shabbos. Thank you to Congregation Eitzchayim for inviting me. Looking forward to a wonderful Shabbat together. If you haven't seen the brand new Bartonura video, the one that, um, speaks about Pinot Grigio that we did from the uh, Bartonura Winery a couple of weeks ago during the Jewish Unity Initiative journey to uh, Italy. Go to Nachum Siegel Network on Facebook. Check out the videos in general and see that one. I think you'll enjoy it. I really do. <laughs> Naomi Nachman is looking for people to enter the Chopped competition at Gourmet Glot that we're going to be having December the 19th starting at 8 p.m., a special table for two pre-Hanukkah presentation. Uh, if you're interested in being a participant in Chopped on December 19th, beginning at 8 p.m. On the, in the five towns, you want to email Naomi, kosherchopped at gmail.com, kosherchopped, C-H-O-P-P-E-D, at gmail.com. Amazing programming on our network all day long. Don't forget, at 9 o'clock this morning, JM Rewind, uh, the appearance by Benny Friedman. Yeah, the recent appearance by Benny Friedman to promote the brand new album, which was a really, really fun morning. We'll have that for you uh, during JM Rewind coming up uh, this morning um, at 9 a.m. Should be a lot of fun. Listener Joel says it's 12 degrees in Milwaukee. Wow. <laughs> I hope we are warming you up, Joel. Yesterday, uh, Mayor Weingarten presented a bunch of great brand new selections during the Israel show. This was one of them by Yonatan Razel. You're listening to JM in the AM. <laughs> כל גלגל חמה מנסה ברקיעה ממלא את חלל העולם בקולו אבל קולו לא נשמע לאוזנינו המולת העולם משתיקה אותו כל פעימות הלב ממלא את גופנו מרעיד ומהדהד בפעימותיו אבל קולו לא נשמע לאוזנינו בגלל רעש הגוף שמעליו אבל עכשיו אני אב ואין שום רעש שיעצור הגביל אותי אבל
Kunstler music here on the radio, don't we? We certainly do. And there he is with Az Yashir on a Tuesday morning broadcast at JMAM. Ohad before that with Kolat Sadikim. The Yonatan Razel single introduced by Mayor Weingarten yesterday during the Israel show preceded that one here on a JM in the AM Tuesday. Well, uh, Willie Hachman is in our studio. He is chief executive officer at the Joel Paul Group. And uh, it's based in uh, Midtown Manhattan. There's a website, joelpoll.com. We'll explain to our audience exactly what they do and why. 
you're wondering how Rex Tillerson was chosen as Secretary of State designate, I'm assuming that the Joel Paul group had something to do with it. Willie Hochman, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachman. Thanks for having me on. Um, I will reserve political comments for another show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, what I was assuming, frankly, was that when Donald Trump and his staff wanted to begin the search for a Secretary of State, I was just assuming it began with the Joel Paul group. Am I mistaken in this case? Well, Jared and I might have had a conversation, <laughs> but again... Um, <laughs> You'll reserve all comments. I'll right? reserve all comments uh, for a president-elect might uh, not be appreciative of my discussing this on air. Oh, so you, <laughs> you, you might be more involved than I thought. So as we analyze the uh, appointment or the uh, nomination of Rex Tillerson, we will keep you in mind. All right, uh, the Joel Paul group, well-known for a long, long time in our community when it comes to the area of uh, employment and opportunities out there. And uh, there's so many things we need to discuss this morning and so many things that I think will be very helpful to a lot of people in the audience. The first is that, and I don't know if this is unique or not for an executive search firm, for a firm like yours, but um, you you essentially handle both sides of the employment picture. You You are approached constantly by candidates who are looking for employment as uh, as executives and different uh, uh, positions, which you'll explain exactly what those positions are like in a moment. And at the same time, you're representing organizations and companies that are looking for high quality people. So you're sort of you're you're, you're sort of meeting with but with both sides of the uh, employment spectrum on a constant basis. That's exactly right, Nachum. Actually, when people ask me what's more important to your business, the client or the candidate, right. you know, some people think it's you know eighty twenty. Some number like that. It's really 5149. What I mean by that is without a client to place someone, I can have as many candidates in my roster or many candidates calling me, but I can't place them. Right. But once I get that, once we get that client, if I don't have a roster of candidates and a whole process to present to that client, our reputation is at is risk. Right. So we need both sides. You know, in our community, we're, we're probably, you know, the word I would use is we're a shadchan. Right. You know, we match the yeah, client people, people and the get, candidate. People get that reference, right? Right, exactly. Um, well, people are wondering, and I'm sure uh, uh, members of this audience are wondering, what is the employment picture like right now? I mean, uh, would we call it a dry one, an active one? How would you classify it? Um, so the world and the sector that the Joel Paul Group uh, works in is the nonprofit world. Right. Um, we've... Looked at the corporate world, but right now we're, we're staying in the nonprofit world. So we service clients who are, like you said, organizations or academic institutions, uh, whether they, in the academic side, be heads of school, principals, but especially the business side. Mm -hmm. So in the organizational world, um, there's always a need for fundraisers, right. uh, development uh, professionals titled by those titles, because that is the, the blood and the, the guts, if you will, of an organization. They need to raise funds in order to enhance their mission and produce results. So those positions are hopefully always uh, available. The question is, are there candidates available of relevance to the organization? Other positions, none of them are, are, are seasonal or cyclical other than the academic sector, which is based on the school year for principals and heads of school. Right. So right now, um, I would have to say, other than it being pre-Hanukkah and year-end, where things do slow down just due to vacations mm -hmm. and year-end, focusing on raising funds for year-end uh, fiscal year, it's a constant, uh, thank God, uh, need 
to a place people and organizations are looking. All right, Willie Hochman is here from the Joel Paul Group. So even though you're involved with academics, as you just described, or the world of academics, you're not placing teachers. You're not, you're not doing that kind of thing. That's correct. You uh, are placing executives, directors of development. You're looking for heads of school. Must be a very active uh, category right now because I would, I mean, just from what I know, there are a bunch of uh, heads of school positions around this country that are available now. Yeah, so it's interesting. Um, I don't want to say we, 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 we have competition, and most of the time the competition is not another search firm as much as it is the institution, meaning the school or an organization itself, right. who decides to look on their own. Right. Of course, and I give, I give um, you know, credit to other uh, companies that do place and work in the school world, and uh, thank God there is enough to go around. Um, we find more uh, of opportunities outside the tri-state area where um, schools and professionals and board members don't know as many people. And as much as social media is out there, they tend to come to a search firm for help. And whether that's in California, St. Louis, just to pick on, right. you know, San Antonio, Texas, which we did, and other and other places, Washington D.C., uh, the tri-state area sort of uses our assistance, but could also work uh, by itself. Well, that is, that's really my question. Um, uh, schools that are looking to fill a position like that, that are in the New York area, are they missing out by not being in touch with you? <laughs> I have to say, I, I think so. You will bring candidates to them they will not find otherwise. I would think so, um, because it depends on what their uh, profile is for the candidate. Right. Somebody who might be out of town for several years, but let's say, worked initially or grew up initially in the tri-state area, knows the community, has the right, as we'll say, hashkafa for that school and academic background, they might not do a national search. We're adept at doing national searches. Yeah, everybody around the country knows that you're the address. Um, how does it work in terms of uh, uh, the arrangement that schools and organizations have to make with you? Do they hire you? as an exclusive, like on retainer, where you're essentially doing their entire search? Are there other arrangements that can be made? So we have several different uh, modes of uh, arrangements. All of our place, all of our contracts are with our client. We never take money from a candidate. Right. Uh, the money, our client is the one who pays us. And our arrangements range from what we'll I'll explain the three different method, uh, uh, sectors, contingency, retained, and retingency. A contingency basically means returning client doesn't give us any money up front. We know them. They know us. We've been successful. We are the exclusive search firm. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing we request. But if they, being a board member or a professional on staff, knows someone and brings that someone to the table, we don't get paid. Right. So we take that risk. But most organizations that come to us, they have their day jobs. Mm -hmm. They do what they do, and they really rely on us, and you know we trust that it works. But there are some times where... My, my, my staff works, you know, really on commission in the sales world. And if that contingency model happens, they worked and they don't really get anything. So we've adapted 99% of our, our contracts are retingency, which is a little money up front and a contingency opportunity where they can still search on their own, but they showed skin in the game and seriousness. So organ I'm sorry. That's right. And then there are those organizations that we require and they understand a true retained search because it's very senior right. and we spend a lot of time on it. And that is a true retained search where we do everything. And even if they recommend somebody, that candidate goes through our vetting process. And that works for the organization because sometimes a relative of a board member or a friend that you know wants to be put through and someone on the search committee doesn't want to say, no, they're not really relevant, 
we do the process, we, we give them our report, and most times they're right, that person is not the ideal profile. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, heard around the world at com, the NSN Network, and of course, the NSN app. We're speaking with Willie Hochman, the Joel Paul Group, executive search firm, and uh, a lot of growth opportunities in the Jewish world, and they are at the forefront of all of them, it seems. Have you ever found a candidate who did not realize that he or she would be a good director of development, but you said, you know what, you have the skills to actually do this job? So mo- the traditional uh, approach for directors of development from our client's perspective is a man or a woman that's kind of grown up and been employed in the nonprofit world, might have started in different departments, in marketing, communication, special events, got an opportunity to move into development, and that's the straight arrow career that they now in, have been in development in a smaller organization, medium size, and they're moving up in their career. What's uh, come to light in the last couple of years is the open-mindedness of several of our clients and several organizations out there is to look at what we call the transition candidate, someone who's been in corporate America, right? someone who's been in sales. Mm-hmm. However... Not everybody in sales is going to make a good nonprofit director of development or development professional. Right. What they need on their resume is lay leadership experience. For example, they are on their federation, synagogue, schools, fundraising committee. Mm-hmm. They've worked in soliciting their constituency out in the, in the world that they're in so that they understand fundraising and they've got the right personality. So, so has that happened? Oh, yes. Where, yeah. where you've actually educated the, the candidate to realize that they've got the skills to move into that type of position? Yes, it, I will say it's rare. It's not the norm right. because uh, there are, thank God, there are never enough uh, right. development professionals out there, but there are the true and tried development professionals. So from our client's perspective, they would rather choose the straight and narrow road than look at something not out of the box totally, but something right. with that uh, – with with that combination of for-profit and non-profit. All right, Willie Hochman is here. L- let's do some practical stuff here. Sure. People are listening right now. They want to know if theirs is a resume that you and your staff would look at. So we know if they're a teacher or, or a position that, uh, you know, on that level, so to speak, that's not something that you're interested in. That's not what your company does. Uh, if they are a potential candidate for development for an executive director position, Really, any type of what we would call what level job? Uh, so we, we, we executive define, level job? We would say middle to executive level job. Right. Um, it's not that we don't do those. If we're approached by a former client uh, to do something where they've struggled with, we will discuss with them any level. Um, there are so many different other opportunities out there, platforms, websites, for your entry level. Right. And, and again, it's a, just a business model, business decision that – we, myself, and my staff have to work just as hard on a recent graduate, first job, second job opportunity. We, we, do, we would do the same thing in terms of meetings and interviews and process and due diligence than we do for an executive level job. Right. If I had a staff of 50 people, great, we could do a lot. Understood. All right, so but if someone is in the categories that we just described, they could get their resume to your staff and see if they're a potential candidate for some of the positions you have open. And yes. I would assume that, 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 that generally... Right, there's no season for this, right? It's all year round. Correct. I would think generally you always have some open positions for people to consider, for people to speak about with you. Well, we're, we're very uh, transparent. All of the jobs from our clients are listed on our website under current searches. People, uh, potential candidates are welcome to look at those jobs and send us, send us in their resume, understanding that hopefully that they've read the job description and they see that they're, they are relevant. 
You can also send in your resume because we might have a future job in, 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 in coming down the road, and then we would contact you if relevant. JoelPoll.com is the website, JoelPoll.com, or dial 212-564-6500, 212-564-6500. And Willie Hachman, the chief executive officer, is William at JoelPoll.com, William at JoelPoll.com. We spoke about those who have resumes and think they might be uh, a worthy candidate to be considered. Let's talk about the other side for a moment. There are organizational heads and uh, different people from organizations and schools who are listening right now. And they might feel, hey, you know, we've been searching, we've been looking, we've been considering, you know, filling a certain position. This might be a perfect match. How do they uh, go ahead and uh, and meet with you to uh, get that going? Thank you. So um, we do our proactive marketing, but, of course, we welcome uh, reactive uh, inquiries from either search committees, board members, or the number one professional who might be looking uh, to add to their staff. Um, same contact information, right. uh, and then if they're local, uh, one of my, myself or my president, Mr. Joel Paul, would meet with them. If they're uh, a outside the tri-state area, thank God we can use technology, and we would do a Skype discussion with them and really talk to them about how we do our process and align with them on the opportunity and the job. And the what's very important is the ideal profile of a candidate, not only what's on the job description of responsibilities, but the fit and the personality are very important. It must irritate you somewhat when you see organizations take on their own searches, knowing that you potentially, because of the vast knowledge of what's going on in all 50 states and beyond, because I assume there's some candidates in Europe and Israel as well that could potentially take jobs, when you say to yourself, you know, we've got the whole landscape, we've got the whole picture going, could really help this organization or school. Um. Okay, irritate is a, a little strong <laughs> word, but, but you're, you're, you're baiting me into the discussion. And, of course, um, we, we don't sit still, even though if we see, and, again, I work very much. There's another job site I want to mention on the air called jewishjobs.com. A good one? Uh, yes, very good. Uh, uh, it's, it's an amazing resource for entry level for sure. Right. And organizations do try to put their jobs on there first. You know, why spend thousands of dollars for, you know, through through uh, through our organization for a fee, right. when they could put an an ad up there for a couple of hundred dollars, but again, putting an ad up, and this is what the Jewish Jobs Group tells me, uh, and hiring managers can attest to this, when they put an ad up for a job, they'll get between sixty and eighty resumes in the first two days. Mm. Good luck to the person who has to go through all those sixty or eighty, and unfortunately, a lot of times because candidates are. You know, downloading, clicking, and sending, right. 70 of the 80 are not really relevant to that job. Right. We do that job. We are the HR department of an organization that is medium-sized to small size, but we also work with large organizations who find that their HR department is really about intake, new candidates you know, being hired, and they want a professional outside firm to do the the search from start to finish. All right, Willie Hochman and his staff are uh, certainly willing to uh, meet with you as an organization or school uh, that wants to uh, pursue a uh, an important search, and I would think every uh, search for any company is important. And uh, certainly if you're a candidate out there, uh, especially when it comes to executive-level uh, jobs, uh, directors of development, executive directors, et cetera, et cetera, the Joel Paul Group wants to hear from you as well. The contact is uh, uh, the web address William at JoelPaul.com, William at JoelPaul.com, where you could dial 212-564-6500, 212-564-6500. Willie, anything you'd like to add? 
So one thing I just would like to uh, address to the audience sure. uh, is the uh, potential growth of the Joel Paul Group. Uh, we, I am always looking for uh, adding to our staff. Uh, we feel we're leaving some business on the table. If we had more recruiters joining us, um, we could uh, service the uh, the community of the nonprofit organizations and academic uh, institutions. It's not a job for everyone, and I'll just be very uh, very straight here. If you are uh, able to withstand the commission uh, structure and commission payment, uh, meaning that you don't require a week-to-week, month-to-month salary, but uh, can live with being paid when you close a uh, a deal with a client and a candidate. This could be a very interesting opportunity for you. There's no requirement to have recruiting uh, background. Uh, there is a personality and fit, but if anyone is interested in discussing the opportunity to work with the Joel Paul Group, again, same contact information, and we'd be ha- I'd be happy to talk to you. Phenomenal. Continued success to you and your group in this time of year. I know there's a lot of searching going on. Some frustration among board members for schools and organizations, but hopefully all of them will come to a great resolution for their own school and organization. Please, God. Uh, William at JoelPaul.com. You can check out the website, JoelPaul.com, and dial 212-564-6500. 212-564-6500. Willie Hachman is Chief Executive Officer at the Joel Paul Group. Appreciate you visiting us this morning. Thank you, Nachum, and continued Hatzlacha and growth to you. Uh, the Nachum Siegel Network and JM in the AM. Thanks Great. for having me. I greatly appreciate that. More coming up on a Tuesday JM in the AM.
Together we belong. David Lowy, great tune. It is a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast. You're listening to JM and the AM. Thanks for tuning in. 37 degrees, mostly cloudy, a high 43. 56 in uh, Jerusalem, 37 here in New York City. Uh, before the David Lowy selection, Shlomo Katz with Elu Elu. want to thank everybody who's tuning in on a, uh, a Tuesday morning. Reminder, JM Rewind is happening at 9 o'clock Eastern time. Benny Friedman's visit to us from last week that's going to be part of JM Rewind. It's, in fact, going to dominate JM Rewind today between 9 and 10 o'clock. So make sure you're tuned in. ZK will do a live lunch starting 11 a.m. Eastern time. So get ready for that. Oh, yes. Um, what else did I have to tell you? JM Rewind coming up at 9. Uh, ZK, 11 o'clock for live lunch. Livingston, New Jersey, getting ready for my visit there this coming Shabbos. Thank you to Rabbi Klibanoff and everybody at Eitz Chaim getting ready for a wonderful visit to Livingston, New Jersey this coming uh, this coming Shabbos. Very much looking forward to it. Reminder, plenty of great videos at the Nachum Siegel Network, uh, Nachum Siegel Network Facebook update page, including our morning memoir, including the uh, recent Pinot Grigio uh, section of our um, of our program that we did from uh, the Bartonura Winery in, in Italy during our Jewish Unity Initiative. A lot of great stuff. Make sure to check out the video section at the Nachum Siegel Network Facebook update page. Hey, a reminder... Join us for the Mega Mission of a Lifetime, May the 22nd. It's Yom Yerushalayim's 50th. That's right. It's the 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem. And we will be with the uh, World Mizrahi Movement in Israel, in Jerusalem, starting on May 22nd, with fabulous broadcasts and an incredible celebration. You want to be part of it. Go to Mizrahi.org slash YY50. Mizrahi.org slash YY50 for information. Mizrahi.org slash YY50 for information. I want to thank those who are commenting on the app. Someone wants us to clarify the name of the group. It's the Joel Paul Group. J-O-E-L-P-A-U-L Group. Joel Paul. And the web address is uh, joelpaul.com. Listener Jonah says, hello from Eretz Yisrael. Nothing like Jewish moments in the PM. Thank you. Listener Avi says, hi from the Passaic YNJ Carpool. Thank you very much for that. And um, someone writes, love the secretary's accent. I have a feeling they're referring to uh, Rex Tillerson, the brand new secretary of state. Great choice, y'all. <laughs> That's from one of our listeners who I assume is from that area of the country. And I thank you very much for tuning in and for commenting on the app. If you have the NSN app, you can comment on the home screen and take part in this great radio broadcast. More coming up. Here's Benny Friedman. <laughs> Vani vani, 
Asira done by uh, Benny Friedman on the brand new one entitled uh, Fill the World with Light here on a JM in the AM Tuesday morning. Reminder, Fathers of Multiples, and this is a group that I really love, Fathers of Multiples have their annual event tonight. Fathers of Multiples have their annual event tonight at Maimonides Medical Center at Maimonides Hall, 950 49th Street between 9th and 10th Avenues in Brooklyn, New York. Our official Schachter will speak on the topic of surfing, the Hurricane, Chinuch 5777. There'll be a light buffet dinner, free parking, a free gift. Again, it's our official Schachter 
on uh, Surfing the Hurricane, Chinuch 5777, Maimonides Hall, 950 49th Street, between 9th and 10th Avenue, sponsored by Maimonides Medical Center. It's tonight, beginning at 8 o'clock. Information, info at agudawomen.org, info at agudawomen.org. Well, anybody out there who's um, who's going to be uh, anywhere near congregation-based Fila on Edward Avenue in Woodmere, New York, this coming Friday night, we are highly recommending a very interesting panel discussion that's going to be happening. Uh, the OU Community Panel Discussion, brought to you by the Department of Synagogue and Community Services of the OU, will concentrate this coming Friday night on the cost of grandparenting in the 21st century Torah world. Yeah, the cost of grandparenting in the 21st century Torah world. Uh, panelists will include, include Rabbi Ephraim Polakoff of Congregation Best Fila, Rabbi Mordechai Kamenetsky of Yeshiva of South Shore, Ruben Marin, Executive Director of Hafter, Usher Mansdorf, past president and member of the school board of District 15, and Avi Lauer, Esquire, Vice President for Legal Affairs up at Yeshiva University. The panel will be moderated by Steve Savitsky. Uh, Mr. Stephen Savitsky is a former president and chairman of the board of the Orthodox Union and joins us live via telephone here on a JM in the AM Tuesday morning. Steve Savitsky, welcome back to JM in the AM. Well, thank you so much. It's always great to be on the program. Love I, it. I greatly appreciate that. What an interesting topic. The cost of grandparenting in the 21st century Torah world. I think there have been panel discussions about the cost of parenting and about raising families. What brings us to this stage where we're talking about the cost of grandparenting? Well, you know, I think that we're in a new uh, stage. Uh, thank God, because of the longevity, demographics, the grandparents play an important role today in the family structure. And uh, because of that, there are opportunities, uh, challenges. Uh, both social, economic, etc. And, you know, the days of uh, somebody retiring at age 65 and getting their nice watch for working 35 years in an organization and moving off to somewhere down in where it's warm, and that's the last time you hear about them, those days are gone. And uh, I think that everyone recognizes that grandparents today have uh, have an opportunity, challenges, and responsibilities. So we decided at the Orthodox Union, why not really deal with an important topic? And uh, so we're, we're going to deal with it head-on on Friday night in uh, in Rabbi Pawlikov Shul, beautiful beautiful shul, congregation-based tefillah, 409 Edward Avenue in Woodmere, and we have some really good people on the panel, people I think are going to bring a very interesting perspective to this entire issue. Steve, you're the moderator. You get an opportunity to uh, to, to uh, effectively control the conversation. Aside from the actual cost, the dollars and cents and discussing the the role that grandparents have today in that whole area. Will you get into any of the positives that you just described, any of the, the, the social aspects and the, and the beautiful part of having grandparents more involved in their grandchildren's lives? Oh, absolutely. There's no question. There's a, there's a wonderful opportunity today for grandparents to be actively involved in, in, in the lives of their grandchildren, to get to know them in, in a way that perhaps uh, other grandparents didn't, during, certainly not during my, my generation. And I think that we're going to definitely deal with that, and we're going to look at that. And we're going to look at other areas also. We're going to look at things even from a halachic point of view, which is really, you know, we're, uh, you talk about tzedakah money. Right. How, do, how do grandparents prioritize their tzedakah money? And this is an important issue. We have 
challenges where you have your own family needs and yet you have community needs. Where Who comes first and what do we do? Those are some of the issues that we're going to deal with. We're going to deal with everything, but uh, not just the financial part. Um, Steve Savitsky is with us. He'll be the moderator this coming Friday night, congregation-based fila on Edward Avenue in Woodmere, New York. The topic is the cost of grandparenting in the 21st century Torah world. You know, I, I know the OU uh, likes to be trailblazers um, for good reason. Who doesn't like to be a trailblazer? I, I simply don't remember this topic ever being addressed before. Am I wrong? Has has this been a has this been a subject that's been bandied about in our community already, or is this revolutionary? Yeah, I think it's been bandied about, but it's been bandied about at the dining room table on Friday night. Right. And I think everybody's been talking about it, and and everybody speaks about it. But let's let's bring it out in the open and let's deal with it because this these are issues, you know, and I think that the important issues that have to be discussed, and I think have an important role, by the way, in the financial viability of our community, which is one of the things that we will talk about. Is really, do we presently have an economic model that is sustainable? And, you know, if not, what do we do to change it? And what role do grandparents play in that model? Right. And finally, Steve Savitsky, whoever put together the panel did quite a job. You have a Murda Asra, you have a Rosh Hashiva, you have an executive director, you have a school board representative and past president, and you have a uh, vice president for legal affairs up at YU. I think you have every base covered in this conversation. <laughs> Well, uh, first of all, I'll take credit for putting it together. <laughs> right, <laughs> but, but I really tried hard to put together a very diverse group of people who will bring a different perspective. Each one, I think, is unique in their own, uh, you know, contribution to Jewish life, and I think each one will also uh, contribute in their yeah. own way. So I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really exciting. We're expecting a very, very nice crowd Friday night at 7:45. Still early enough, you could still get home and have plenty, plenty of hours to sleep. But I think it's going to be very worthwhile. And I think that, um, you know, you always wonder how panel discussions will go and will there be, you know, uh, uh, friction and, and, and such. I think, I think with these five panelists and with their five angles, uh, everyone's going to really approach this. You know, you know, there's a lot of work we could do together. There's a lot of, you know, we're, we're not coming from different places with, with our own, you know, special interests at heart. I think everyone is going to gather together and basically say, you know, we're all looking for the same thing. That's healthy Jewish families. And let's just work together to achieve that. Oh, absolutely, and that's that's going to be the goal. But there will be ample time for audience participation, and right. we've we've geared it in such a way. You know, when you're the moderator, you know you've done this many times. When you're the moderator, you've got to make sure that thing keeps moving, and you can't let one person right. monopolize the conversation. So we're going to keep it moving, lively. It'll be very educational, and in, and have enough time for people in the audience to ask some good questions. Well, the broader Jewish community is going to be upset. This is not recorded, but I guess there's nothing we can do about that. Huh? You know, there's a reason we made it on Friday night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's happening Friday night. If you're anywhere near congregation-based Philo, which is 409 Edward Avenue in Woodmere, go and enjoy the OU Community Panel discussion. The topic is the cost of grandparenting in the 21st century Torah world. A very impressive panel, as we said, moderated by Steve Savitsky. It's Friday night, this coming Friday night, beginning at 745. Steve, good luck. It looks like it's going to be a great Thank event. Thank you so much. Be well. Bye-bye. Uh, there he is, Steve Savitsky. And um, <laughs> it does look like it's going to be a great event. And if you're anywhere near there, go and uh, and participate, everybody. That's for sure. Plenty more coming up on a Tuesday morning broadcast. You are listening to JM in the AM.
Oh, 
JM in the AM, Aspak Laria with O.D. Shama here on a Tuesday. Uh, before that, you heard Mordechai and David, Uvi Yerushalayim from Kula Mahuvim. You heard uh, Simcha Liner in there with Shalom. Great music. Amazing programming. It's what we're all about. Love your comments on the app. Thanks, everybody, who's uh, tossing in a comment or two this morning on the NSN Nahum Segal Network app. Much appreciated. JM Rewind. Benny Friedman's appearance from uh, <clears throat> from last week will be replayed on JM Rewind coming up at 9 o'clock this morning. JM in the AM. Mat is tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. Enjoy. He'll be amazing, that I can guarantee you. And um, our full schedule today and tomorrow on our network. Naomi Nachman's looking for people to enter the Chopped competition at Gourmet Glot December the 19th, starting at 8 p.m. It's a special table for two pre-Hanukkah presentation. If you want to be a participant in Chopped, email Naomi at kosherchopped at gmail.com. Kosherchopped at gmail.com. Shout out to our friends in Livingston, New Jersey. Looking forward to my visit to Congregation Eitz Chaim this Shabbos. That should be a lot of fun. Rabbi Klibanoff is, uh, I hope, gearing up with some good questions. No doubt he'll have some great questions for me during our little interview that will be happening there over Shabbat. Fathers of Multiples event with Rabbi Official Schachter speaking. That happens tonight at 8 p.m. If you're a father of multiples, be at 8 o'clock tonight at Maimonides Hall, 950 49th Street, between 9th and 10th Avenues in Brooklyn. Sponsored by Maimonides Medical Center. Information, info at igoodowomen.org. Info at igoodowomen.org. Here's Barry Weber.
Yeshiva album. It's a good one. Oh, yeah. Wrap it up a Tuesday for us. Matis in tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. Treat him well. Uh, JM Rewind is next. Benny Friedman's visit to JM in the AM is the uh, featured segment that you'll hear during JM Rewind coming up next on the Nahum Siegel Network. ZK does a live lunch beginning at 11 o'clock. Tell everybody you know about this amazing network. Oh, they'll be thankful to you. Let me tell you, they will be so thankful. You gather around Hanukkah time, let everybody know at your Hanukkah party about this incredible network. They will be so thankful. They'll never stop thanking you. 
They'll never stop feeling indebted to you. By the way, just got a great email from someone who identifies himself as uh, Mr. Listener Cena. <laughs> Thank you, Ira. I got a great crack up from that one. And uh, great to hear that you're doing carpool with us at JM of the AM. Achenu Israel and Achim Achem, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Heard exclusively around the world at NachumSingle.com, the NSN Network, and, of course, the NSN app. And that will close out a Tuesday broadcast for us here at JM in the AM. ZK with a live lunch starting at 11. JM Rewind is next. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till next time, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.